Hello, and welcome back to the Danbury Podcast. My name is Mike. Joining me after a couple of weeks of misfires, you know, it turns out it's hard to schedule stuff um, when you've got a couple of kids and your normal co-host has a couple of kids and your other co-host has a couple of kids that you happen to share. So I'm here today with the lovely mom and Barry. We share custody of the children. We all live in the same home together. It's a wonderful arrangement that neither of us wishes we could back out of and have a weekend to ourselves ever. We never (laughs) think about that, right? Never think about that, especially after nine months of just being stuck together in beautiful, blissful, holy matrimony. <laughs> that is a beautiful and, and blissful. Um, speaking of beautiful and blissful, it is one of Mama Berry's favorite times of year, the holiday season, um, which I think for her typically starts at like 8 p.m. Thanksgiving night and goes yeah. until, what does it end Christmas night or does it end January 1st? Really before January 1st. Before I mean, January 1st? No, like January 1st. That's when it's over. That's it. But I, I'm not someone who starts doing it before Thanksgiving, really, or anything. I'm a traditionalist there. But I have to get every single month, day of December that I can hang out with the tree. As well. This hanging out with the tree is, is something that you introduced me to. Just the term, hanging out with the tree, um, which has led I to mean, me spending... A lot more time watching television in the bedroom um, because you like to watch it, whatever your crappy Lifetime movies, which we're going to get into next to the tree because you have to be hanging out with the tree. For me, holiday season starts um, on December 23rd and ends December 25th around like 4 p.m. Especially if there's like football on and this this weekend there's Saturday games, which you'll be thrilled to learn. You'll be thrilled to learn you're not watching them. (laughs) Next Next Saturday, I'll be watching the Dolphins. Don't worry about it. Um, so what we decided to talk about this week, we, we were going to do this a couple of weeks ago. I asked some of my followers on Instagram what their favorite holiday and least favorite holiday traditions were. So we're going to run through a bunch of those. One of yours that has already been rearing its ugly head is watching as many Christmas and holiday themed movies as possible. So as you have, we have a list. possible. I mean, we have a list. Suggestions. I've done a deep dive, but if you guys got some, like, what do they call it? Like, some uh, deep cuts, you guys can send me suggestions for more holiday movies because, you we know, don't... there's still, like, ten, there's a couple weeks left to abuse Dad and Buried with them. First of all, there's, like, ten days, and you already are like, oh, which one should we watch? Should we watch this? No, we got to save this for closer to Christmas. No, this is a weekend one. And then during the week, you watch the Hallmark Lifetime one. You love the... Um, the KFC one on Lifetime with Slater, the 15-year-old movie. I have Finger not watched that. Yule, what was it called? I don't, I don't know, but that's not Christmas. First of all, they don't even put a tree in it. That does not count. How do you know? I, I'm not. Have you seen it? Find out. I don't think it's, I don't think it's holiday related. I thought it did look fairly amusing, um, especially when the guy says "Secrets out, Chicken Man." Anyway, that is not part of our holiday tradition. Um, although it may be in the future, who knows, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll take a look at that thing and, and, and see what it's like. Um, most of ours revolve around watching television, especially during the year of COVID. Yes. I we mean, did. yeah, we'll get into them, but we normally have a lot more things we check off and they're all holiday stuff. And now it's just like, what else can we watch? Well, sure. especially cause we live in New York city and New York city is, is a special place all the time, but also especially mm-hmm. Manhattan during the holidays can be really lovely, um, especially if you love um, hundreds and thousands of people in your face while you're trying to like walk <laughs> through the streets. It's not my favorite, but you love it. Normally, we would have probably have already gone to Macy's, the flagship Macy's in oh, Herald Square to see Santa, which we've done almost every year. Even when we didn't live here, we came back for the holidays and we did that. Thankfully, yeah. you can make appointments now, but this year, that's all virtual. So yeah. we haven't uh, met Santa yet this year, but we're going to do something like that with the kids over the phone, I assume, right? Yeah, we'll do something like that. It's not the same. You know, It's there are so many traditions, and New York, any other year, is the most beautiful during the holidays with everything decorated and the bustle. There's just, it goes all out. And so we haven't even entered Manhattan yet. Um, I think we might try it this weekend, but it'll be like the one shot because two, you don't want to be with crowds, even well, though they're less, you know, one of people. your, one of your favorite 
things to do is to go to this place called Rolf's on like Second Avenue or something. That is just a tiny little German restaurant that is just festooned with like every inch of it is like covered in ornaments and creepy dolls. And there's no room to stand in. Even if even if, if there's nobody in there, there's not a lot of room. It is wall to wall people. You're all jammed in there. Not something you want to do during a pandemic. Not something I ever want to do, pandemic or not. Well, you can't even go there now. They shut down indoor dining, and uh, we haven't indoor dined. That's not something we're looking into. But the place is amazing. Rolf's, yes. It looks like Christmas literally threw up on it. There is every square inch decorated, and it is amazing. I can vouch for the fact that it looks like Christmas threw up. You get out of it this year. You get out of it this year. Yeah, that's true. You know, and that's one of the things I try to do is is you have definitely um, kind of inculcated our oldest into the Christmas spirit for sure. Um, and it's the kind of thing hopefully I'll be able to pawn off on him in the future where you can take him to some of these places and things that I don't like to go to um, during the holidays. And I'll have to stay home with the younger kid because we can't we can't bring him and we can't leave him. So I'm sorry. Somebody's got to stay home oh, with the right, kid right. and watch Die Hard. We'll see. But I am... Uh... I am proud of Munch. He really, he is my, he's mine. <laughs> well, I own him too, right? It's a dual ownership situation. Yes. The Christmas spirit, though, is all me, I think. What are you but shoving in your mouth? Christmas I'm crack? eating a cookie. This Christmas is a Christmas crack? episode. I'm eating a cookie. <laughs> the Christmas crack cookies. Another tradition a lot of people have is some kind of um, holiday gathering with their office mates or Secret Santa or something like that. Um, not doing that. I'm doing like an online thing, like over Skype with some of my office mates, um, this week, which is, I guess, you know, what, uh, even a little bit better than having to go to a restaurant with your office mates sometimes. Not that I dislike any of these people, but it's just another obligation. And during the holidays, the obligations are fast and furious in any year besides this year. So everybody has traditions they love, um, and hate. And a lot of them, maybe they're not able to get to do this year, but we're doing our best watching as many movies as we can. And uh, doing our favorite tradition, which is every time we open a bottle of champagne, I try to <laughs> aim the cork at the star on top of our Christmas tree. Um, we've been doing this for at least 10 years, and it's probably like at least 10 times in December we do it, right? I mean, you like champagne a lot. I drink champagne the way some people drink beer. I mean, I love my bubbles, so that's not a problem. One of the proudest moments is I remember when Munch was in kindergarten. They had to tell about like a family tradition around the holidays. <laughs> and our five-year-old shares with the class how we just pop champagne and try to knock the cork off. You know, other people have like really heartwarming things. And he's just like, yeah, my lush mom drinks <laughs> 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 <Like>, champagne <laughs> well, and damage the house. <laughs> look, it's unique. It's unique to us and it's fun for me to do. Um, we have hit the star a few times. It doesn't happen a lot. We have hit it a few times. And what's always fun is when we're getting rid of the tree, um, the first yeah. week of January, whenever we do that, as I'm picking it up and carrying it out, a bunch of corks inevitably fall out. Um, and this year, I'm hoping we can count those because we've never done that. So I'm hoping they all yeah, stay I mean, this inside year, the tree. The, this year, I think the count will be scary because I think <laughs> most people who imbibe are imbibing a little bit more. I don't know. Might have to like take it down a notch in January. But until then, all the corks in the tree. Well, by the end of the year, there might be more corks in the tree than actual pine needles when this thing is all <laughs> said and done. But you mentioned uh, maybe maybe pe- pulling back on the drinking in January. Last year, I did dry January. Um, and I made some, some, some progress, some improvements. And then come March, when the pandemic began and the quarantine started, that was all gone. And now I'm uh, I'm I'm as fat as Santa Claus. But we'll get we'll get into that we'll get into that when we come back and we talk about some of your favorite and least favorite holiday traditions. Right. We are back talking about holiday traditions this week. Um, Mom and Buried is my co-host as Pete is, his typical holiday tradition, I think, is schlepping his oldest kid to ballet um, yeah. uh, multiple times a week back and forth. Um, so he will be back. I think we're going to try to do an end of year recap of uh, the shittiness that was 2020. Um, so be on the lookout on my Instagram account for, uh, we're going to need your input for what made this year so crappy. I think most of us will probably have 
a lot of the a lot of the same things to complain about. Um, but I'm sure we'll have some unique ones. I did want to remind everybody that before we get into the episode, you can catch us uh, on Spotify and and um, Apple Podcasts and everywhere else you get your podcasts. We'd love some new subscriptions and even some new reviews or ratings um, for the holiday season. I'd appreciate that if you could do that. You can watch us on YouTube if you want, leave comments on individual episodes. You can even throw us a little bit, bit of money on Patreon. Gonna run through these real quick. Ryan Miller, MS for buy-in, they, they throw some cash in on Anchor. Thank you very much. Molly Robertson, check your kids at the door. Chris Coleman, MC Daniel, Mallory McKenzie, Tina Davis, and Miriam. Rob Gilbert, Lindsay Woodruff, Andrew Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bose, Jaco Morning, Low Cotton Farmer, AZ, West Clark, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, Paul Lepolsky, Mary Williams, and Julie Burton, whose Chiefs just beat my Dolphins on Sunday, um, which was fine. Didn't expect the Dolphins to win. It's the second year into a rebuilding project, and they've got a rookie quarterback, and they competed and played well. We'll see. Weren't supposed to weren't supposed to be competing for the playoffs uh, this year. They already are. So in your face, Julie. We'll see next year, and we'll see maybe the, maybe in this playoffs. Maybe we'll meet again. You never know. Heather loves talking about the NFL, but I'm sorry we're already running late on this episode. And you, I'm not yes. gonna let you weigh in. You will just go on and on and on about the NFL, and I'm I sorry know. we just don't have time because we're talking about holiday traditions, favorites and least favorites. Now one of the ones that came up. Before we get into that, one of the things that is totally different this year is uh, Christmas shopping. Now, you yeah. just went to Target, and you didn't, did. even, you didn't plan to go in because you had ordered a bunch of stuff online and went to do curbside pickup, but decided to go in to get some stuff that was you thought might be in well, stock. Yes. Because I've done so much curbside pickup, and one thing that I wanted was out of stock at the one near us, and it's way on the other side of town, so I had ordered it there. But then I saw it, the Target wasn't so busy. So I was like, okay, I'll just go in. They did have it. Apparently they have like no tellers this year because the lines were still ridiculous. But it's like literally the one trip that I will take this whole holiday season to get anything. And that's it. Online. I used to, remember, I never used to online shop. And like me and I, Amazon Prime now are like besties. Well, it's 2020, and uh, I think you were late to the online bandwagon. I will say you have taken to it with gusto over the past few months, so barely a day has gone by without, <laughs> without an Amazon package. So usually for you, it's a pleasant change to see you getting packages that are you're going to give to other people. Um, I don't yes. know if I'm included. We have decided that um, a leaner year for, for you and I, we do try to market. I know some couples don't even give them each other gifts on Christmas. We typically do. Yeah, no, I like gifts. I mean, right now, I feel like we're just trying to figure out what to do. Like, there's no bandwidth to do anymore. It's like I, I just realized we had to do the kids. And then I'm like, shit, now what? But I, I have gotten you a couple of things. Um, I haven't gotten you anything yet. Launch something in the new year, like do a little bigger joint thing, or I don't know. Usually, one of the fun things that happens to me is because you we have our anniversary in September and your birthday in November, usually I order something. And, it, and I order it too late, and it arrives too late for your birthday, and I hang on to that and give that to you for Christmas. This year, I don't have that. I have nothing. I have got nothing for you. Anything I order right now may not make it in time. Usually when we Usually, we go to my mom's for Christmas, and we have our own little Christmas like a day or two later, which often gives me a little bit of leeway. Not this year. Um, so things could get ugly on Christmas. Yeah, well, you know, um, it probably won't come on time, but that's also one of your token Christmas traditions and holiday traditions is that it never comes on time. You know, it's not my fault. The U.S. Postal Service was decimated by the corrupt right. Republican Party. Right, that's it, that's it. It's not trying to order something 48 hours out. That's probably not it. <laughs> so speaking of the corrupt, corrupt Republican Party, we do want to get into some traditions. That is a longstanding American tradition, but we're going to get into some holiday ones. Um, the first one, one of the most popular ones that people sent around was um, around holiday sweets. You were just eating Christmas crack, I assume, which is your favorite, which my mother introduced you to years ago. Yes. Which is saltines, toffee, and chocolate, right? Yeah, and like Heath bars on top. See, because I'm, I'm not huge into sweets, but this is salty and sweet, and like yeah. that does it for me. So You do love that. Christmas crack, we call it that because I imagine it's what crack addiction is like i don't know i mean i obviously <laughs> don't know um but obviously. i can't stop eating it <laughs> so at all when we so we we do leave cookies out for santa 
um, or yeah. we have the kids do that. Do we leave crack or do we like save the good stuff for ourselves and give him those crappy like cookie cutter ones with the jelly in the middle that I hate? Yeah, I mean, he's been, he's not getting the crack, let's be honest. So Mambo12311 says she hates that she's supposed to bake Christmas cookies because it is kind of a thing that's expected for a lot of families. There's going to be a lot of baking going around. She says the cutouts are gross, but my kids love them. I don't like those cutouts either. No, um, they're so gross. They're flavorless. Yeah. And so we like, don't do those at all. No, there's like a colored sugar on them. And you do those jelly things with the jelly in the middle. Yeah, sometimes. those are like thumbprint cookies. My grandma did them. And so, but they've been a hit because we put jelly in the middle or the Reese's or the Kiss, which you guys like. Like it's yeah. gone already. We just made the things. This year, especially, I'm feeling more into the baking because I need to stress eat chocolate all the time. So I need a steady supply of sweets this year, more so than normal. I do like I the gain, chocolate. I got to gain 10 pounds this Christmas season. Well, what was interesting to me is that a variety of people had um, traditions for food they eat on Christmas morning. Um, a couple of people mentioned cinnamon rolls for breakfast on Christmas Day. Somebody mentioned cranberry white chocolate cinnamon rolls, which just sounds like just straight up vomit. I'm not interested in, in cranberry. You know how I feel about fruit in my kind of dessert, and a cinnamon roll is dessert. White chocolate is an abomination, um, and it's the devil's chocolate. I'm not interested in that. Um, we watched that 12 Dates of Christmas where somebody yes. makes a cherry chip loaf. Which just sounds was, disgusting. Keep your fruit out of my bread as well. No, no. So we watched this 12 Dates of Christmas, which is like an old ABC family movie, and it's become tradition. And like in 2011, it, it's not that old. The neighbor it keeps making cherry chip loaf as a gift to the point that now I really want to make cherry chip loaf. I have to know what's what's happening in this. Well, I posted a, a recipe for you to, and I sent it to you, but you said it didn't work. I have to resend it to you. Um, yeah. It did not sound appealing to me, and it looks disgusting, um, and I'm not interested in it. But I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with it. Um, maybe it will <laughs> right. become maybe it will become one of our traditions. Another big tradition is uh, decoration. So normally we would go to a tree lot and grab a tree, um, but this year you made us go and pull a Christmas vacation and uh, cut a tree down, which was actually quite e easy. Yeah, it was easier than thought, right? If anyone needs, can you sell saws on eBay? Because I'm willing to get rid of mine. Um, I will not need it again until next Christmas because I have a feeling you're going to make us keep doing this. But what was ridiculous about it is we didn't go out into the woods like the Griswolds. We no. went to a lot where there's a bunch of trees next to each other and people to help you. And there was nothing really rustic about it. All we did was do a little really? bit of extra work and pay money for admission and, and then still have to pay for the tree. There was no money for admission. That went towards the tree. It's a tree farm, so yes, we do not go out into wild nature and end up with a squirrel in it. But I am willing to do that next year if you really want to heighten the experience. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I do not. I should not have given you that idea. So Sunshine uh, Palahuyoana, who sounds like she may be a Hawaiian reference. Maybe she's a Tua Tonga Vailoa fan the new Dolphins quarterback, she says they love driving around and looking at Christmas lights, right? So a bunch of people said that. Mandy Max, M-A-A-X, one, two, three, says we make hot cocoa in to-go cups and drive around looking at Christmas lights. We happen to have a neighborhood in Brooklyn called um, Diker Heights, which is yeah. famed for like a three or four street stretch where these people go nutso with the lights, nuts. like every house. And like, it's so much so that like when you see a house on a block that's not festooned with these lights and these crazy uh, balloons and all these ridiculous human-sized nutcracker men and all this stuff, you were like, these people must get their asses kicked by the neighbors. Because <laughs> like, you're like, if you move into this place, you must have to know when you buy the house, you are obligated to decorate like an asshole. Because oh that's my what God. it's like. And it's so over the top. Like, I can't even... I've been in other towns where it's like there might be a neighborhood with some lights where, like, those families put up lights. Like, no, guys professional lighting companies yes. come in and just put up the brightest, tackiest, most elaborate crap everywhere, and it's awesome. <laughs> Walk around with some hot cocoa, check out all the lights. So we will do that this year. It's nice to have some uh, it's impressive. outdoor things to do. You know, it's impressive. COVID, we can drive so. there. We drive there, and then we walk the streets, and there's, like, groups of people. They bring tours, right? Like, I'm, this is, like, super legit. Because oh, yeah. it is really insane. 
Um, and it's like three or four streets that just do it. And it's just nuts. And it, uh, I don't mind doing that. It just depends on how cold it is or if it's rainy on that day or whatever. Um, when it comes to our house, you know, we do the tree. We have a star. We aim the champagne cork at the star. Um, we have some garland we put inside, which is dumb. And we have wreaths, which I think are also dumb. And we have stockings. Normally, we use my family stockings for the, my grandma. My mom has stockings for me and my brothers that still exist. And she made some for my kids. But since we're not going there this year, you ordered some custom stockings? Yes. Well, we've never really had a stocking here because for Munch, every single year he's been alive, we've been at grandma. So it was a little bittersweet. Um, even though they are some on-point stockings, I have to say. Um, but I don't know. I love decorating the house. My garland is not stupid. I would like to say my decor <laughs> is very tasteful. Um, white lights and golds and silvers, I think so. But I really love it because on top of the tree, you have this nice, beautiful glow all throughout the house. Like, it doesn't just give you happy feelings, MJ. Um, so sometimes, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> it doesn't fill your soul with warmth and joy. What soul? So, so Ronnie Hagee says that one of her favorite traditions is putting up the tree with her family so that then she can do it all over again the correct way after they go to bed. You don't necessarily do that because you have no problem with just telling us to our faces that we need to fix it or we did it wrong. And then literally for the two plus weeks we've had this tree, every night you were looking at it and like rearranging stuff. Moving ornaments around. What are you doing? Well, you know, the tree falls and things get a little out of whack or I don't know. You know, it's just it, it's an ongoing process where you're just, you know, touching up a bit. But, you know, I spend a lot of time with this tree. I want it to feel good about it. Well, listen to this. Miss A. Moorman says that their tree is 7.5 feet, which is probably around what ours is. Right. Twenty five, mm. twenty five sets of lights over 100 ornaments. Theirs has got to be taller than us, ours, because you could not get 25 sets of lights on this tree. She says, like you, she says it's her happy place during the holidays, which is exactly no. how you feel. Mama B. Wild, Mama B. Wild says she loves getting new ornaments every year. We don't do that. We haven't. Well, actually, your my mom, mom gives us an ornament. Give us one. Yeah. God, there's nothing. There's no gift. I'd rather get socks than an ornament that I can use for two weeks next year. Thanks for nothing. What are the odds of me even having this ornament next year? It's going, I mean, if I don't lose it or it doesn't get broken, I, 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 I don't care about it. It's going in the trash. Unless we've it's something sentimental. We've never had this problem. We, you, we have ornaments on this tree that we've had for 15 years. Now, you're not really involved, but we have, <laughs> like, we have special ornaments. Like, a friend gave us one um, of a little car. The car I traveled in to meet commemorated. the first time. Aww. And it's so cute. And it's there. And it's this nice memory of our love. Every so day. our first Christmas together, I went, I visited you for the weekend in Raleigh because we were long distance. And you had like a tree trimming party. I and did. everybody bought brought their own special ornament to give as a gift to you or yeah. to us. You know, I guess it would have been yours if we had like broken up after that Christmas. Um, dodge it would that have been bullet. trash if we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> but so MTR, we still have some of those. And one of them is a Red Sox. One of them is a Dolphins blimp. And you make me put those on the shitty section of the, uh, <laughs> the tree where no one can see them because you don't value the things that I value. MTR 52450 says that her, her family exchange, they all exchange ugly ornaments every year as like a gag gift, like a Trump ornament, Justin Bieber, weird food. We have a pickle one which is some kind of weird tradition as well, the pickle thing, which I don't really understand. Well, that's apparently, your brother gave that to me when I first started joining the family, I guess, because I guess it's like a German tradition to give a pickle to like welcome someone in the family or something. So that's actually a very sweet We're tradition. not German. I, you are no, a little we're German. Um, but I think that's really cute that you guys like share ugly ornaments, but there's no fucking way that would go anywhere in my, my damn tree. Speaking <laughs> of things that won't go anywhere near us, um, unlike Sarah Para, who mentioned this, who has the same disdain for this creature that we have, she says, fuck Elf on the Shelf. No. We don't do that. We didn't buy in. Smartest thing yeah. we've ever done. And Sarah Para says she didn't either. Her kid doesn't know the joy of it. Never will. There's no joy. Parents hate this thing. No, I know. See, 
Now, don't you think almost that it's odd I didn't get on board with this as much as yes. I love holidays and like all of that stuff. But I'm so glad because it's so silly and it's just a lot of extra work. I don't need that fucking stress in my life, especially this year. And I got to say, part of it is like this thing was made for 10 cents. You're like just highway robbery. The cost of it. It's just the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. And also, my kid ain't believing this little piece of shit thing is like traveling us in every night. I'm like, come on. He's not is that kid. what it's supposed He's to do brain. every night? Every yeah, night it goes like back. It's like reporting in, and I feel like it's a fucking dog a cell chew phone, toy. Buddy. But, yeah, it's like a dog chew toy. He's not reporting back to nothing. So, so, so we have not. We have not, thankfully. And again, like, my, Whenever somebody asks me, because I, I wrote, so I appeared in the thing for, for Yahoo. They interviewed me recently, Yahoo Lifestyle, and they asked about Christmas traditions. And I mentioned the champagne one, because that's like the most memorable one that I can think of, at least for our little family. Um, but Yellowbug319 has me beat, because she says after her family decorates the tree, and I don't understand this. She says, we throw tiny felt stockings at it and scream, shit horse. <laughs> and I don't know what it means. Why? But I want to start doing it. I don't even, it doesn't even need to be stockings. I just want to throw stuff at the tree and yell shit horse. I have so many questions about this tradition, but I love it. You know? Yellow bug, 319. You need to We want to get into it. Um, all right. So that was decorations. Now, another decoration that a lot of people keep around the house and you typically, and I, you haven't done this yet, but usually we get Christmas cards from our friends and family and yes. you will make you will put them on the what is it the door frame and like yes. make a little well, door actually, frame out of it this year i just put them somewhere else there's like a ton of cards hanging up you didn't notice no last year they were <laughs> up until like april um which yeah. did not please me i, I don't even like know who... friends and family so here's something that irritates me about these christmas cards when somebody just sends pictures of their kids like i don't even know who the card is from guess what i haven't seen you in at least a year because of COVID, and probably more than that just because of life, and we live in different places. If you're just sending me a photo of your kids who I haven't seen in years, and maybe in some cases I have no relationship with, I don't even know who I got this card from. These kids are interchangeable. You know that there's like words on it usually, like not, love to Smith or not something. Not words I'm wasting my time reading. Um, we do usually send one although some people send like hundreds and they're so freaking expensive so i think we are i might actually pull it together today and make a card and send it because um this yeah, amazing photographer which i have to plug her gina ferrari ferrari photography Spell in it. long island and she does the whole new york area she reached out to us like back when i had covid to take these like front step pictures and just an amazing person who has started walking away from sort of teaching this year and started her own photo company. And so she now is doing photography and she took some pictures of us. So I'm really excited that like, you know, we have that and we'll have a keepsake of this shit pile of a year and it'll be well, magical. And we'll probably, whatever you choose, we'll share on Instagram, I'm sure. So Absolutely. you don't have to waste postage on it. You can just yeah, send everybody to the link, send everybody to the link. Um, so dad, two dads, two kiddos says that sending and receiving Christmas cards is fucking stupid. And I agree with him, especially in the digital era. And I just wonder how many of these traditions, and obviously they are only traditions. So I wrote in the notes here, how many of these traditions are stupid holdovers? Stupid holdover is just another term for tradition. It's just we continue to do things because we've done them before, um, no matter how impractical but or silly they are. Some of them usually make you feel good and stuff as you know munch is like a sucker for traditions yes he'll be like wait a minute we haven't done xyz yet we have to like get on this I mean, i'm not a just, sentimental person he's me when it comes to that stuff a million percent but um i do see like with christmas cards i like having something in the mail i like getting them but yeah there's a digital age. it's not the same right so I used to like getting things in the mail when I was a child. Now when I get things in the mail, it's either junk, bills, or Christmas cards, which is junk. No, stop. You're so mean. Look, sometimes, look, I like getting them and making fun of um, people's different poses and stuff. My my friend and former colleague, um, Brenna, who I worked with 100 years ago in uh, Massachusetts, 
she's um what is it suburban snapshots uh brenna jennings she did a family portrait where she photoshopped her family in front of four seasons landscaping which is where giuliani had that random press conference it's actually very funny Um, and she's she printed that and sent that around and then the guy she tagged it on twitter she tagged four seasons landscaping the guy responded and then the porn shop next door started advertising underneath the twitter thread so just class acts all around (laughs) Um, been a hell of a year (laughs) it has been a hell of a year so another thing um that dominates as we mentioned earlier that dominates our christmas time is uh christmas movies right so a lot of people mention the movies that they like to watch um some people mention some off the beaten path stuff like the festivus episode our neighbor here in brooklyn felsham mentioned that she watches the festivus episode every year i don't know that i would ever like seek it out to put it on um, and yeah. since I never watch regular TV anymore, I will never just stumble across it. So maybe if I do want to watch it, that's what I'll have to do. Maybe it's a good one to show our kids, Festivus. It is good. It is. I yeah. mean, I, I like that one. Well, I worship Seinfeld, so I don't have a problem with that. Um, Quiet and Mean says they binge watch Harry Potter and Star Wars. That's what they do. For, that's what they consider holiday movies. I don't think that they watch nearly as many movies as us because that's all yeah. year round movies. We watch yeah. Star Wars and Marvel so freaking much. You know, Christmas time, as you know, there is like a strict rule in this house that if it's not Christmas right now between Thanksgiving and New Year's, shit ain't happening. Well, that's why last night I was in the bedroom, which does not have a Christmas tree in it, by myself watching Monday Night Football while you watched some insipid Hallmark family thing next to it while you were hanging out with the tree. You didn't even like the movie, but it works for you. No, this was actually on Netflix. I mean, Hallmark, so I got into the Hallmark thing, I think when um, Munch was a little younger, and I was like home um, on maternity leave, and it's just like this sappy chicken soup for the soul. I would never otherwise watch like a Lifetime channel anything or a Hallmark channel anything, but like, they're actually getting much better. I have to say production quality and stuff. The problem I mean, with them, the problem yeah. with them getting better production quality wise is that half of the charm is that they're fun to hate watch or to mock while you're watching them. And now they're getting good enough and the acting is decent enough that they stopped being they're just mediocre. They're not they've never been good and they'll never be like actually good. And now, now because minute, they're though. getting better, they're they're not bad enough to be enjoyable. Well, for you, most yes. people don't hate watch them. <laughs> they're just you know, actually doing it for, like, love and joyful feelings. I know oh, this please. is an alien concept to you, <laughs> but to the rest of us, and especially in a year like 2020, just wrap me up in a freaking blanket and let me watch some, like, you know, overworked executive go back to a hometown and fall in love with a lumberjack, you know, and fall in love with Christmas and everything ends perfectly. This is what I need in my life. Well, it is not what I need. I'd rather see uh, Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield have an instant classic on Monday Night Football like I did last night. So Amy the Cab says she and her husband have a tradition of watching Home Alone and getting pizza delivered every Christmas Eve. And a couple of people said that. Big Rob Loves Who said they get pizza and Pepsi and watch Home Alone on Christmas Eve. Um, That's a good idea. I remember Home Alone being the Thanksgiving night. Yeah movie. I don't know if was, that's when it was on network TV and it was like, here comes the Christmas season. Yeah. Um, now Absolutely. I feel like they don't do that anymore. No, but we still do. We kickstarted it that night. We, um, I would watch that again. I, would, I, I know we have some we haven't gotten to yet, but I wouldn't mind watching Home Alone again. Yeah. I'd rather watch the first one twice than watch Home Alone 2 at all. Ah, uh, yeah. And Munch does like Home Alone 2, which it pl- takes place in New York, which is kind of cool when you live the place it is. But, um, yeah, there's some I would definitely rewatch. Like, for instance, so, we watched Elf the other night. Yeah. Oh, we watched that. We've National watched Lampoon. Christmas Vacation. We've watched Christmas Vacation twice already. I already have watched it twice, and I'm not even done. <laughs> I love that fucking movie. It's we fantastic. showed we showed it to Detective, Detective Munch last year. He liked it this year a lot more. Um, we yeah. showed him Scrooge, which I don't even like. It's just, it's just not no. particularly funny. Like, I don't dislike it, but it's not particularly funny the way that you want to go, Murray movie to be um but he liked it i liked it more watching it with our kid because he seemed to enjoy it yeah decent level for him and it's fun that we're, he's getting to see more stuff that we're like interested in right yes. um i still love watching all the like polar express and all that other stuff with the Ugh. little kid um and it's just this tradition but yeah no, but that's really nice 
And but I this is say- what happens. Hold on, this is what happens. So we will watch Polar Express or uh, one of the kids' ones. Noel is a new one. We will watch that from like six to eight, and then when the kids go to bed, yeah. we'll watch another Christmas movie. And like I am over it. Like three days <laughs> in, I'm like, I need something else. You like to throw me a bone. Pretend you're throwing me a bone by watching Die Hard, which is. Of all the movies we watch, from a pure quality standpoint, it's 100% in, like, the top three. Whether you consider it a Christmas movie or not, you're talking, like, It's a Wonderful Life, Die Hard, and then I don't yes. even know what the next one is. But like, That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. It is not insane. You think but, Elf is a better movie than Die Hard? I like Elf. It is not as good a film. Well, okay. First off, you know, Thanks. congratulations to you that about somewhere between five and ten years ago, maybe... You finally convinced me Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and it is now in the rotation. It is really, but it's just a reprieve for me so that I can watch something that's not a movie about Christmas during Christmas. It's actually a movie I love that you will allow to be played while you're hanging out with the tree because I've convinced you that it's associated with Christmas. Well, and I've also come to I've come to enjoy it, especially some of damn the right. like, one-liners and stuff. Like, you you're know. damn right. I got you that beautiful um, diehard Christmas sweater. Yes, see. It is. It's lovely. The only thing disappointing about it is that it's just a sweatshirt and not a sweater. But I really like the design on it. Made a big mistake wearing it to my uh, my boss's Christmas party because there's a lot of gun references on it. Um, but you know, <laughs> she's cool. She. <laughs> this was a couple years ago. She understood. Um, but again, we still have movies to get through. You know, I think It's a Wonderful Life is a great film, but I really don't think that yeah. that's any more of a Christmas movie than. Then Die Hard is. They just take place around Christmas and there's an angel in it. It's not really about Christmas. Um, we also, Miracle on 34th Street is probably the purest Christmas classic that we both really like. I, I think that's a straight up Christmas movie and I think it's a really good movie. Some yes. affecting moments. We haven't gotten to that yet. Um, well, pretty much everything else. Like- you know, and it's nice that it, you know, has New York and they go to the Macy's and all yeah. of those traditions. I always loved it. And I'm hoping that Munch is maybe a little more into it. Although he, the other night is, he's like, it's got to be in color. And I'm like, no. There's a colorized it. version. And the remake is terrible. Oh, um, God, yeah. But and a lot of people worship A Christmas Story, which has its moments. But I really, mm-hmm. I'm over it. I'm yeah, not I'm over it anymore. Yeah. And I used to, like, my parents now... My dad used to hate that, and it was on for 24 hours or whatever. And he came around to it, I think, because it would always be on, and I introduced it to him. And, you know, they make lots – it became just a family joke, and now I feel like I'm just kind of over it. Like, at yeah. some point in those 24 hours, I will put it on. But it is not appointment TV like it used to be. I know? agree. But you know what is appointment TV this year? What? Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas <laughs> night. Just talking to Detective Munch about that. It's streaming on HBO Max, which we subscribe to. I'm interested in, in watching that one. Um, but going back to Christmas Eve, a bunch of people did say that they have Christmas Eve traditions, um, one of which is opening a Christmas or opening a gift on Christmas Eve. Yes. Ben Brassfield says his family does that. Zoe Bean Mama says they open a, gris, a gift on Christmas Eve and drink cocoa because she's a dweeb. Um, just throw a little bourbon in that cocoa, right? And your dweeb status yeah. has been revoked. Well, bourbon, um, I was well, never, I remember when you joined my family, we were never a, uh, open a gift on Christmas Eve thing. Uh, uh, we didn't do that, but we've, we've, st- um, since embraced it a little bit. Let well, the kids open one. Yeah. I mean, that was always one of my favorite traditions and like my grandparents and stuff would be over when I was little and like. It was just so exciting. I always loved Christmas Eve in my house because I had like four siblings. It was just chaos. There was excitement everywhere. Right. We got to open a little gift. And so, yeah, I was definitely like, we're definitely doing that for our kids. And it's nice. I mean, as you know, I probably prefer Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve to Christmas Day because it's just the excitement in the air and um, it's just so magical. I love it. Well, Christmas- we would... Normal years, we would go to my family's and they do a big, being Catholic, they do a big seafood thing. Um, you know, often we would get lobster, although it's too much work, especially when you make me open your lobster for you because you just want to eat it and you don't have to do all the bullshit, which no yeah. one wants to do, but everyone else does it except you. Anyway, okay. there'll be some clam so, chowder. We'll all, get a little, we'll all get a little tipsy. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, first of all, okay, this was just the craziest thing to me. I grew up, like, in a trailer with a bunch of siblings, and on Christmas Eve, 
we would have like seriously bagel bites <laughs> and just like appetizer craft and nosh on, you know, and there was no sitting down, there was no big meal. And then I enter into MJ's family and they're like, yes, we'll be having lobster. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've been. I think it's it's a Catholic thing, right? It's about eating the fishes or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't go all hardcore, but we yeah. do have seafood Christmas Eve. I don't care the reason, but I am in on it. I feel like this year we might have to make a little bit more of a return because 2020 is hard enough. Don't I deserve lobster, MJ? So, so <laughs> no, you don't. So this reminds me. Um, so one Christmas Eve, obviously, you know, when I was home for college, right, it was like, Thanksgiving Eve and Christmas Eve, you would potentially go to a bar and like see your friends. Like nowadays it would be like when we go home to, to my parents in Connecticut, we would go in the afternoon and see some people before they went to their family dinners or whatever their holiday gatherings were. One year um, I went with my brother to his friend's house. This was after Christmas Eve dinner. And we were supposed to go to, to midnight mass, but instead we just went to one of his friend's houses and just got unbelievably drunk. Like this was me like sophomore year in college and my brother's three years older and his friends always, when I was growing up, always seemed a little bit cooler because they were older. And then I met them and realized that they weren't cool at all. They were just a bunch of drunk degenerates. Anyway, I got unbelievably blacked out drunk. And we got home at like three in the morning and my parents had been like freaking out. And then the next morning I woke up, <laughs> uh, opened gifts, and then went back to bed to sleep it off and like slept through Christmas dinner. But the best part was I hadn't wrapped my gifts the night before. So when I got home blacked out drunk, I had a wiffle ball that was covered in black electrical tape, and I was wrapping gifts and ripping pieces of the tape to seal the gifts. It was really, my parents, they loved that Christmas. I think we have some about it right now. There's nothing but fond memories of the time their drunk college son <laughs> made a fool of himself and slept through Christmas dinner. I don't think I threw up, though. You know why? I don't want to throw up. Throwing up ruins Christmas. Throwing up ruins every day. Yeah, I mean, that's a good general rule. <laughs> Jurassic Stark says that they hate being hungover on Christmas morning. And I, I, you know what? That's when you get I, the eggnog out and get a little hair of the nog. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's when you guys start slipping in a little mimosa there, guy. But I agree. I know. And, like, of course, as you get older, the easier it is. Especially if, like, you're up late, you got stuff to do, the the, the alcohol's flowing, you're in a good mood, you know. Yeah. The problem is you're getting up at, like, five or six when you got these kids. Oh, my and then God. you are just finished by 9 a.m., especially oh, yeah. if you drink a little. And they, like, want to get up at, like, 5 a.m., oh, and I'm just gosh. like, guys, don't rush it. When it's over, it's just over. Like, we want to be done at 7? Come on. Um, so, M. Plahuta says on, on one of their Christmas traditions is shotgunning beers every Christmas, so maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll bring that. Maybe we'll bring that into the fold. J.W. Clark says, drinking Great Lakes Christmas Ale, which is a, a brewery, belief in the Michigan area, but it may be wrong. I don't think I've had their Christmas Ale, although I've had uh, some several of their other beers. Becca171622 does not like Secret Santa, which we don't do. So we started to, to, instead of exchanging gifts with everybody in my family, the couples, not my parents, but my brothers and their wives and girlfriends, we decided to just like do a in exchange one per person rather than everybody buy everybody I mean, gifts, this right? Is, this is Secret Santa, by the way. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> what, is that what it is? That's what we do. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> so that's what we, we use totally Elster. Do. Huh? Um, we use Elster.com to like organize that, right? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Except for this year, no one's doing shit. <laughs> Sky, well, Sky McCamley is in luck because she says her least favorite tradition is seeing her mother-in-law. So with COVID, oh, wow. maybe she doesn't, maybe she doesn't have to this year. It's a good year to use the excuse, if nothing else. Merry I mean, Christmas, Sky McCamley. I like seeing my mother-in-law. She's lovely. And I like going to MJ's family. Um, and I'll miss it. This year, it'll be a little weird because, you yeah. know, we don't have anyone near us. It will literally just be the four of us. And, you know, a lot of people have been able to work it out in a way where at least they see, you know, another close family member. I think that's amazing if you're being safe and doing it responsibly. Um, that just doesn't work for all the high risk people in our group and, um, people who have jobs or so are more exposed, et cetera. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So, um, but I will say Munch has said in the past, he's never had Christmas at home. And in my, you know, what I envisioned was having Christmas at home and then driving to grandma's, right. That we'd have a little bit of both. Yes. Um, now it's just plain old Christmas at home. So I guess that's a silver lining that, you know, we get to. You get to do it here for a change, and he'll get to have that memory. 
Well, we don't have a chimney, so he's a SOL when it comes to Santa. Yeah, he's already, he's already. Daddy, just Daddy. like, well, what are we going to do? Daddy, how come we got no gifts this year? Because there's no chimney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a couple more random traditions. Charlene Lane says they play Dirty Santa on Christmas Eve with the family. Do not know what that means, but it sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen, if you ask me. Dirty <laughs> Santa. S. Weld 87 says they get Christmas Eve PJs. And B. Hertek says same thing. New PJs for Christmas Eve so no one looks a mess. So I guess for B. Hertek, Christmas Eve... PJs are exchanged, like everybody gets a new set, so in the morning they can wear them. Um, I guess Weld 87 does the same thing. Don't you want to do something like that? Um, I theoretically did. I have a lot of lofty plans, but then I don't do things because I'm lazy and I'm burnt out. It's one of the things I love about you, having so... plans and then not doing them. I love it. So I have theoretically wanted to do that. I think uh, the Hammer got some new PJs. Um, and that's about it. I mean, if it, I think it's funny that people like want to be all cute for the pictures the next morning. I mean, kids yeah. are cute because they're cute and they're opening their gifts. Like, I'm pretty sure nine out of the ten last years, um, I'm wearing a Christmas T-shirt I won from Hooters. On yep. Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas Hooters in Orange, Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. It says like, oh, come. Oh, come let us adore me or something. It's, it's C-O-M-E, people. Get your heads out of the gutter. It is spelled oh my God. correctly. So nothing but class here. Eventually, I get dressed. Eventually. I don't even bother. I haven't gotten dressed <laughs> in six months. Um, so a couple of people actually use the season to do nice things. Um, Rue oh. underscore, underscore Pow says that her favorite tradition is donating um, period supplies to low, no-income people, you know, like feminine hygiene products for people that um, can't afford them or can't get them easily, which is a very nice thing to do. Annie Marie 427 says she loves cooking Christmas dinner for the 911 dispatch center, oh, which is very so nice. Sweet. And then she says that's she hates... Amazing. Then she says she hates Santa because breaking and entering is a crime. So <laughs> I don't know if the 911 people feel that way. Maybe that's how she met the 911 people. She called 911 to report Santa breaking and entering, and then it's become a tradition to, to feed those people food. So, I mean, um, yeah, that's a hot take. I mean, we normally do, like, there's a shelter not far from us, so we'll get gifts for the kids there or the women there um, or angel tree all of that stuff i think this year um you know even your mom asked yep. but I, instead of get in lieu of gifts for them like donating to like the food bank food which banks, earlier yeah. this year we worked with a really great um charity like that here in brooklyn so i think we'll do that again i mean certainly it's nice to share what you can at a time like the reason this. for the season you know absolutely so wait I I, I look, you know, that's all wonderful and all, but I think if any of these traditions are going to be ones that I pick up, um, it's probably going to be Jurassic starts shotgunning beers. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I do no, like, I so the, the one last one, or, and also Yellowbug 319s, the shit horse one. I really like that. Um, one I did want to mention before we wrap this up was Little Church CDN says that at every, every Christmas Day, apparently, they walk to a special park to feed the ducks, and there are hundreds of ducks that surround you as you feed them bread. Sounds a little bit frightening. Sounds terrifying. <laughs> so I have a question for you, honey. Would yes, you sir. rather fight 100 duck-sized ducks or fight one human-sized duck? This is a ridiculous question. I can't believe you. Yeah, it's taking you this long to think about it? I, I guess 100 duck-sized ducks. I think so, too. You could punt them, right? You could run around and just punch them, <laughs> flailing around. The big duck could get you. Weren't you uh, attacked by a goose when you were little and you're like still scarred? No, 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 no. This wasn't when I was little. I was in my 20s and I was walking <laughs> home. I was walking home from work in the Fenway area of Boston, walking through a path, and a goose came at me. And uh, <laughs> it was harrowing. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't really like talking about it. He did not bite me. I got away. I was uh, pretty nimble back then. Probably not, but more than I am now. I, I again. I, I I have a bigger tub of lard in my gut than uh, Santa Claus does, so. Well, MJ. But COVID is done. It's been a hell of a year. What are you most excited for? Or what do you kind of look forward to about this holiday with season with us? Um, I'm, I'm excited to watch Die Hard. I'm excited to watch the Dolphins make the playoffs. 
And I'm excited to have our first Christmas uh, at home, you know, since we haven't had one of those with uh, with uh, the kids. I hope Santa can find our house. Again, no chimney causes some some complications, but I trust that he'll make his way. How about yeah, you? Well, you trust he'll make his way because... Um, Careful. You know, I don't know. Because <laughs> ditches get, get shit done. You know that nothing on half of the side has really contributed to this but i i am also excited to um i'm sorry it wasn't jurassic star who gave me this idea it was um it was m plus huda 0614 to uh, to shotgun beers on christmas so um hopefully hopefully i get like a beer helmet from santa or something like that that can make my day just a little bit more festive classy <laughs> but there's these are some fun new traditions the the shit horse one the shotgunning beers fighting a hundred ducks which i did not really know that you wanted to fight a hundred ducks but hey you know what more power to you honey we might have to talk about the shit horse one but i'm willing to scream all kinds of obscenities out of after the fucking year we've been having <laughs> that's true well hopefully next year will be better we pete and i are going to be back i think before the end of the year to uh to recap the shitty year that was 2020 um but until then um <laughs> why <laughs> that's what we do we complain Sounds horrible we complain and we shotgun beers and we yell shit horse I love thank it. you thank well, everybody for fun. listening thanks everyone who's listened all year have a happy healthy and safe holiday season Happy holidays. Be safe. Check us out on, on uh, Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, everywhere else. Get your podcast, subscribe, rate, and uh, I don't know, start some new traditions, right? Absolutely. Why not? It's a good hopefully year to ones start. That don't, hopefully traditions that don't involve a pandemic. Yes, seriously. Absolutely. All right. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>